Warning. Portions of this podcast contain mature language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. So here we go with Mr. A, bad joke of the day. All right. So in honor of us uh, thoroughly thoroughly using up our, my, our, our uh, impersonations of Andrew Dice Clay on the last podcast, I'm going to do one of his jokes this time. It's not really going to be funny. There's no, you know. Anything. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating a curds and whey. Along came a spider. He sat down beside her. Say, hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? I really think that's a clever usage of a parody of a fairy tale, commenting on current events. It's true. We've covered ourselves for fair usage then. Yes. <laughs> and with that, screw you, lawyers. With that, welcome to the Otaku Five O Show podcast numbers episode four. four. And I am Maka. I'll be moderating today. Uh, next to me, I have is Mr. A. The only lawyer that we like is Topanga. Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Apollo Justice Edward. And next to Mr. A, we have Danny Crane. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Danny Crane. Wow. Next to Mr. A, we have Dick Gumshoe. Dick Gumshoe. <laughs> oh, we have Ben. I, like I, 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 I like to think of either Angelo Steele or Jack Nova. There we go. I'm wow. Panda Mac. I'm holding on to Odie Wallace. There we go. That's Find a dog. On Facebook. Yeah. He's adorable. He looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> he kind of does. And next to him and next to me is Totoro. How's it going, fellas? Let's get this show on the road. All right, guys. So on our first topic for today's podcast, we have handing over to Panda Mac. Oh yeah, so right. let me let me just yeah. jump in. So we've done this once every episode, almost. I think mm-hmm. we've missed one. Mm-hmm. Mm. This week in MMA, yes. regale us with this fanciful tale of daring do. Well, the new world stuff. The new worlds, the stuffs of the new worlds. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to say is Pepsi still owes me stuff from Pepsi Points Round Two. Get on that. Um, <laughs> so. Basically, the big thing we're going to talk about this week is that Fedor announced that he's returning and he's going to fight in, not in the UFC, but actually in Japan for a new organization being founded by by the uh, founder of Pride. I'm just kidding. We're never going to talk about Fedor. Screw yourself. So what we're going to talk about today is that it has been revealed through emails that were accidentally sent out uh-huh. to many managers and even members of the press that the UFC has been known for feuding with that Vitor Belfort actually way back in the in the dark times before the Empire sorry yes before <laughs> the Empire the Jedi Knights ignored a thousand drug tests no the Jedi Knights did not but the UFC definitely popped Vitor Belfort for elevated testosterone and kept that little thing to themselves before he fought John Jones in Canada because uh, that was back when the UFC was like, yo, we're going to do our own drug testing. We take this seriously. 
Meanwhile, Vitor Belfort, 35-year-old man with a 10-pack, is head-kicking dudes left and right after spending four age. years losing split decisions. <laughs> so, uh, they've revealed it. Then they asked everybody, please disregard, that was sent out by accident. And because Josh Gross has never been afraid to give Dana White a firm squeeze, just get reach right <laughs> underneath there. The cat's in the cradle, if you will. That's what that phrase means, right? I'm not. Yeah, well, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I've never studied geometry. It, it, so dep- I don't know. it depends on what part of New York you grew up in. Exactly. <laughs> oh! Oh, okay. oh, I'm grabbing balls over here! Oh, I'm ignoring the results! I'm ignoring results! <laughs> I mean, they, they tried to talk to Vitor about it. If you're from it, New York, was, I'm sorry. <laughs> they tried to talk to Vitor about it, but he was like, I'm juicing here! I'm juicing! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hey, how much is in this syringe? A fuck ton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me two. <laughs> no, no, no. Give me two. No, right in the ass. No, no. Johnny. 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 You got to do this for me, Johnny. You got to do this for me, Johnny. So I, I just want to say this. When when we're talking about uh, Vitor Belfort was on testosterone replacement treatment, <coughs> which was widely criticized it's because... Stop that. Shut up. Exactly. Shut your dirty face. Widely criticized because one of the things that low testosterone comes from is steroid use. So you allow a dude to do steroids, and then you reward him by letting him amp his testosterone past guys that you're fighting that are 10 years younger than him. Uh-huh. But, but Panda, you say, is that really like sketchy in circumstance? Well, for Vitor Belfort, who failed two steroid tests, blaming one on a, on a, on like a cortisone shot that went into his knee that apparently was just too powerful. This is Pac-Man after the good pill and not the tiny trail pills. And uh, the other one over, over over the counter supplement. But clearly he acknowledged that the authority, the commission... I'm just kidding. He actually fought in England while he was suspended in America, which yeah. also violates his suspension. He fa- By the way, the he failed... After the one that we're talking about, the secret one that the UFC kept secret, yeah, he actually sh- failed after that. And he came back in front of the commission and promised to fight again in Nevada and begged them for... Promised that his next fight would be in Nevada and begged them for forgiveness and kissed up to him. And he was allowed to fight. Wow. He this, kept his title shot. He was allowed seven months to cycle off from TRT. This is... Th- so this is during... This was during the early days. I mean, the early days of UFC. Like, not... Like maybe not, not that early. Well, no, like I'm within talking, the first five years of UFC. No, I'm talking no, no, no. like the, the the secret test that he failed was yeah three years ago, yeah. and the the elevated one, the elevated testosterone before they banned TRT. Yeah, it, uh, that happened last year. Oh jeez, that happened last year, and uh, TR like guys like Dan Henderson has basically come out. He who's also on TRT, the only credible source for testosterone replacement theory. Maybe one, the only one that I can think of for as far as getting older and having low levels of testosterone. Dan Henderson has come out and said, "Hey man, look at pictures of me over the past 15 years. I've never had abs. I've never looked that good." His TRT, not the same thing as my TRT, because he takes yeah. TRT and he's got calves the size. He's got like biceps the size of his calves, calves the size of his head. Like his TRT is a little different than what I was doing. <laughs> Hmm. I'm just on the elliptical. I'm just doing the elliptical. That's all. That's all. I don't know what everyone's freaking out about. Yeah, so no huh. steroid users like like Vitor Belfort, like Chael Sonnen, who popped positive for elevated testosterone, painkillers, 
anti-doping medication. Every look, please go look up what Chael Sonnen, whom we still love, tested positive for. It's everything. It's the pharmacy. He tested positive for the pharmacy. They looked under the microscope and at, like all of the little tiny like, arranged Walgreens. itself to say the pharmacy. That's right. There's little I, tiny molecule shaped like Walgreens. Um, I, I think I think it's I think it's time for me to ask a question to this panel about. I mean this. Are, are, is this becoming the new normal in any type of physical contest like MMA? Pretty I mean, much. even pro wrestling, even martial arts. Sometimes, I mean, everything, everything it's, it's, you do. Is this going to be the new, where everyone's going to be popping for something? Mm-hmm. Is is this going to be the new normal from here on out? Is A Rod back from his suspension yet? Did he, I don't think I, so. I, I, don't I know, know he lawyered up because he tested positive. A Rod, yeah. Lance, Lance Armstrong. Uh, yeah. Everybody tests positive for something. Here's the difference: biking really fast is not the same as putting your shin upside somebody's temple and separating well, them from consciousness. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. More home runs is not the same as a harder concussion. But in a I guess I guess you have to look at it like this. You have to look at it. People using performance drugs now, we look at it as no difference as being a accessory to use to better their game. But it's when they abuse that so-called accessory, a.k.a. For example, let's take football feet, which I'm very well versed in. Okay. You have a certain amount of football feet and sizes you're allowed to wear. Okay. When you go beyond the specs of which you are allowed to wear, you're breaking the rules. But you're not really gonna. People are not gonna really yell at you about it because you're still wearing spikes. Eventually, people get used to it, and then it becomes eh, whatever. Well, and I think the issue here is that he is that he he didn't moderate properly his exactly. PRT usage, and when you're looking back into his past and his failed steroid, that's the real issue. People don't really have an issue with guys who are just gotten older and they still want to be able to compete. If you want to keep your ratio about where it's supposed to be as an athlete, I mean, if you work out for 40 hours a week and your testosterone is still low, then yeah, let's let science help you out a little bit there. If you're like um, the guy who got screwed at the most out of all of this mm. is Bigfoot Silva because he, the guy who's like seven feet tall because he had a pituitary disorder. Yeah. It made him super tall, but it destroyed his ability to produce testosterone. Okay. So no, he's super sense. big, but he's not super strong. And guess who can't have TRT now? That uh-huh. dude. There's no therapeutic use exemption for guys like that who legitimately have problems mm-hmm. because of everybody trying to game the system. I think that's what people are really upset about. I think you're right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. If everybody look, I'm I'm all for steroids. Just make sure you make sure it's out of your bloodstream by the time you actually fight. Hmm. Because put a little star well, no, next to your you, name. You make a good you make a good point because let's put it this way: when I was playing college ball, uh, I had an injury where I had to take a certain amount of steroids to help rebuild my muscles. Okay. But it was against the rules to take steroids. Okay. But the exception was for medical use. I was allowed to have it in my system for the fact that I was using it for rebuilding of my muscles. Okay. So if he was just juicing the juice to give him an edge, then that would be illegal. You would have been. You would have Because he was taking it for medical reasons, he was exempted from the rule. Yeah. This is the thing I have no problem. I have no yeah. problem with it as a recovery method. Yeah. No, I don't. If yeah, want, I don't if either. Want, if you make your living by playing a game. And especially in the case of fighting, where you're paid so much less than any other sport. Yeah. True. Yeah, if that's you true. make your living by playing a game, then yes, let's inject everything possible. Let's get your recovery down, your recovery down to two or three months instead of a year and a half. Let's get you recovered. Let's get let's get you a full fight camp. Let's get you clean, and then 12 weeks 12 weeks out from the fight. Yeah, because you know we're yeah. not up to like freeze the technology. We can throw you in the 
stasis chamber and you know <laughs> Hey guys, we just we just got that back to tank in. Got that back to tank. I'll just throw you in there for a little bit. It'll be fine. Yeah. Or just pump you full of nano machines that'll heal you from the inside. No, no, because that'd be like you know you can control and make your muscles fuck stronger. And stuff. I know, but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Just so saying. that was the problem with TRT. But it's gone. The real issue right now is UFC after hemming and hawing about how much they're going to clean up the sport. You know, especially if you smoke marijuana. Five years, bro. Uh, no, that that was actually Nevada. Plenty of time UFC to smoke itself. some weed. But that's the problem is that the UFC hit the test. The UFC did nothing because they they were just coming off like a canceled pay-per-view a few, like, yeah. like a little bit before that. They did nothing to stop Vitor Belfort from fighting. He caught John Jones in a tight arm bar, a tight one in that first round. And if he had broken if he said that he said that he didn't want to break his arm, which first of all, you're in the wrong profession. But yeah. second of all, if he had broken his arm, if he had won the light heavyweight championship, doesn't matter if he still held it now. It doesn't matter if he lost it the moment he deflated like a beach ball being stabbed by a pen knife after they took him off TRT. Mm-hmm. It still invalidates his entire title reign. It's still that, that would be a huge cloud over the sport. That would never, never disappear. It would be something that would always live in infamy. Like Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds. I was just going to say that, yeah. Getting five times bigger. Yeah. Like Lance Armstrong failing, but everybody also failed, uh, forgetting that, like, nearly everybody in the top 20 failed. Huh. Interesting discussion. There is one Tour de France where the, I swear to God, the 13th place guy won. Really? Yeah. There, there is one Tour de France where the first 2004. 12 I'm, I'm not sure. five. Hey, Clue, can you fact check that? Oh, he's well, not here. The top twelve. We're all just all positive for drugs. Great. So the thirteenth guy won by default. Is that the best day (laughs) in the world to be thirteenth place? Literally, he's coming to think I'm I'm not gonna win. Oh man, I suck. Two days later, do I won because I won because they tested positive for drugs. That might have been months later though, because we're talking like (laughs) testing and contesting that, and then retesting. So he probably I suck. I should never do it. He's got the gun in his mouth, and there's a knock at the door. He's like, oh man, he opens the door. To the front, we're here to give you He's your like award. <laughs> Fran- a smarmy French dude with a trophy and a check, going, um, yeah, our bad. This is yours. Everyone else juice. And he's like, really? I'm sorry. I'm a clunk. <laughs> no, no, sorry, sorry. It's because he's got the gun still in his mouth. At least one or two dudes under that guy failed too. Yeah. That, that, so. That guy immediately picked the gun up, and he's like, no, no, man, I got, I can't, he I can't do the, it with it. So. He takes the gun out of his mouth. He's like, "Can we set the podium back up, please? <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah. I deserve." Hold on, to I gotta stand call my wife and kids and tell them that he's coming home. <laughs> yeah. oh, can, I, can I please come back now and better? Um, so yeah, that's is that we got for MMA. That's today? it. Do we want to say anything that's, about the UFC being that like? No. Holy God! It's like, I, I mean, isn't honestly, this like the the third dirtiest thing that we've heard of in like? Uh, the last two months, I, man, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, it's. I'm, I'm fast. I'm fast expecting that this is going to be. It, it's going to be more stories like this as more information comes out, and it's, it, oh, it's yeah. going to get to a point where I'm not going to. I'm just not going to care anymore. Yeah, uh, they're always they're always on the up and up. By the way, the UFC has personally paid for Ultimate Fighter win, winner Kevin Gastelum. They paid for his nutritionist so he could return to welterweight. 
Wow. And his his opponent, Matt Brown, replied by saying, conflict of interest much? Whatever, it's going to take more than chicken and broccoli to beat me. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Gaslam, nice. if you come in overweight, you're going to get your face elbowed off. Look him <laughs> up on Fight Pass. His name's Matt Brown. All right, we can move on. All right, all right. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank I, can just, I can just imagine John Jones like, he did what? He was doing what now? <laughs> uh, oh, I feel great, though, huh? All right, so that was Glad that suspended today. that Diaz guy. He's a menace. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not a champion like me. We'll never get a clear extra ever off of this thing thanks to these guys. No, we won't ever. So, oh, yeah, Charles I made John again. Jones take cocaine and turn himself into a living meme. That was mine and yeah, mine. Yeah. Not mine. I did that. I put the cocaine in his nose. I had a spoon with me. Is a clean segue that much to ask, folks? No. Really? Yes. No. Okay. It'd be no, awesome. Wash no. both the tires off. Make sure you get the... The day off. we get one is the day I buy everybody dinner. Not today. Yeah, you'll make sure that you'll make sure that never happens. I'll make sure that never happens. Because we're going to Maharani, dude. Okay. Anyway, so that was eating food on the oven. That was uh, MMA today. Now moving on to our this week in it. Well, MMA today. If we were doing a daily program, that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. MMA, whatever. It would be too depressing. You'd have have to stop watching the sport. Yeah. Just like us in pro wrestling. Keep, really. We keep going through hosts because they've all killed themselves. Today, <laughs> today in MMA, uh, let's reflect back on whenever beloved Austin Power Star and UFC, like one veteran, Joe Sun, killed a, killed, a, killed a lady. And it took 25 years to convict him. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, America. Segway. All right. So the next uh, topic we're going to be talking about is actually something that we touched bases on last podcast. Yes, this is a part two. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Okay, now, it wasn't just me that went. Mr. A went with me. Hey, remember all that shit I was talking about how I'm not going? He ended up going and I getting went. a VIP pass. I got a VIP pass. So, we're going to do this a little different. Other than us just raving and ranting and killing time, we're actually going to let... As opposed to what? Yeah. As opposed to what? Yeah. What well, true. What is well, this, we'll, what is this we'll podcast get, for? We'll, we'll get to the raving and ranting later, but we're going to do a little bit different. We're going to let Totoro... And Panda asked me and Mr. A questions about the convention, and we're going to answer them best to our abilities. Fine. So. Sounds like a riot. Yeah, we're going to do this, but you know, deal with it. We almost rioted. Anyway, that's not the point. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, Allow me the the honor of the first question. Okay, Um, so over to Totoro. Okay, yeah, this is Totoro, by the way. Okay, just to get it out of the way, um, on a scale of one through five, one being complete cluster, you know, complete cluster F. I would never go back to this thing again. And five being, you cluster know Cluster flower? Yeah, fudge. cluster flower, cluster fudge, whatever you want to call right. it. Cluster and then five, five being, oh yeah, totally awesome. I'll totally do this again next year. Bro. So, on a scale of one through five, honestly, I'm going to go with Mr. A first. What would you rank this this uh, this convention in from what you experienced this entire weekend? Uh, out of five, <laughs> I'm going to give it a... Um, Say it with the X-Play cadence, too. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Oh, oh. oh, I get what he's talking about. Okay. Uh, I, I will give it... Um, I will give it just barely a two out of five. <laughs> I miss that show. I really do. I really do miss that show, I'm, too. I'm glad they all got... Well, Olivia Munn died, but, you know. That's wow. a tag of the Yeah, you know what I mean. Talk of the show, yeah, exactly. It's never coming back. So, so what you're, so, you give it two, two. cancel Silent Hill games out of five. 
Okay, two out of five. I give it a Jason Axe out of a Friday the 13th Part 5. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, let's direct the question to you, Maka, out of a scale of one through five. Out of a scale of one through five... Five. Five. One through five? Five. five. With the R. Okay. Five. Five. No, one, two, one through five, I will have to say I'm going to give it three out of five Ninja Turtles. Out of five. There were not five Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, Tur- there was. We are not... Oh, we don't count... <laughs> Thank you! No, no, we're not counting Venus. Genghis Khan? Splinter? We will we will count Slash, but we will not count Venus. It's okay, funny because Genghis Khan is a frog. Whatever, anyway, so I gave it a three. Okay, so two... You give it an ace duck out of the Ninja Turtles. All right, so two out of five so from Mr. A. Yes. Two out of five from Mr. A. Three out of five for... From Maka. Um, another... Well... Unless Panda Mac wants to ring, and I have another question. What was your favorite event out of the weekend? And then, of course, the, the opposite yeah. of that is what was your least favorite <laughs> event of the weekend? So let's go with Maka first, since, since you're the one chuckling. Go ahead, ring in first, buddy. There was no events. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't, he didn't go. Did you not go to? You didn't go to any panel. Right? I couldn't get to he any panels. You couldn't get to any of them. Not panels. even the ones you signed up for with the package. Yes. Okay, all right, let, we'll go into more in-depth of that. You paid good money for Kevin Eastman's package. No That's what I understood. If I learned anything if, from the last podcast. If you saw Mr. A's photos, you can see why it was worth yeah, it. Yeah, no one, no, one no one saw my photos. I'll, I'll get to that, though. Okay, and then Mr. A's, Mr. A's photos your, of Kevin what was your favorite, I, package, favorite right? event? <laughs> I didn't go to any of the panels. I knew I wasn't going to go. I didn't want to go. Okay. And all the panels that I did want to go to had already finished either earlier on Saturday or on Friday. Okay. Right. Uh, I did. I barely saw people that I knew there, which was surprising. All right. Yeah. Uh, I saw some professional cosplayers. I don't know how professional cosplaying is. I, I, I'm not saying that in like a condescending <laughs> way. I just, I really don't know what the hierarchy. There's of somewhere above cosplay. YouTube chef. Yeah. <laughs> and somewhere, somewhere oh, below chick from senior Trump? advisor of That's, the parking division. No, no, no. They're, they're, they're right HBD. above YouTube star and right, right below, you know, D-list celebrities. So, so the drunk chick from that one cooking show? Um, okay, anyway, so, all right, so, um, we got, okay, we got favorites out of the way. I guess so, you guys don't, you guys didn't, you guys had no well, favorite event did, at all? We did we not go to, we didn't go to events. Can I just say what? that, like, paying for a VIP pass, I, I mean, one of you didn't pay for a VIP pass, but obtaining two VIP passes to go to a con and do zero Ooh. events is okay. like booting but, up Mario. Well, like, on, wait, let, wait let, I just let, realized we let, need to, we need to get this out of the way. So, before we get any further into this, whatever we say... Is not attacking the people working at the con personally. We are not talking about the other conventions. We are merely talking about our experiences at this particular convention, what we heard, what rumors we have heard, and what you saw, right? and what we saw, and what our feelings are. These are not solid, etched in stone facts. Like John Jones failing a test for cocaine. These Thank feel great. These Thank aren't solid. You. Fantastic. Um. So yeah, just to get that out of the way, and away we go. And if you are but sore about it, you can leave a message on our Facebook page at Totoro at KingdomHeartsFighter.com. Dot com. That's you got a dot com? Okay. Is that forward slash? I'll take all y'all. That's that's never gonna die. That that's that's a no. Gift. Hold on a second. That's, that's just a never gift win. of like Totoro pointing at the camera. Totoro. That will never die. You want to know why? <laughs> why? We've met a video game developer at the con, and we're going to develop that game. Oh, no. 
Well, we're gonna make a little mobile game. It'll be great. Nice. Oh, It'll boy. make its money on ads. Um, okay. Forward slash fighting. Anyways, uh, so get get that get okay, out so of the way. Can so I just say that go, by getting obtaining two VIP passes and going to a con and doing zero events is like booting up Mario Kart, staring at the selection screen. Yes. Oh yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the animations are really amusing and that. Well, that's okay. Helpful. Second okay. second right. disclaimer. This will be the firstiest of first world problems you have ever heard. I apologize to anybody who makes under nine dollars an hour. And still works full time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we got that out of the hold way. On, hold on. Let's, hold on. Let, go ahead. So that just, being said, Kevin Eastman's package was dope. So just to let's make sure we clarify this very right, right here now, the amazing Hawaii Comic Con was year one. They were going to have a lot of problems. That's what I said last week, didn't yeah. I? Hold on. Which we will go into in the second part of when we go talking about some of the issues. Okay. Okay. We'll go more in detail. We'll we'll go for the po- the positive stuff, or we'll aim for more of the positive things because positive things did happen. Okay. Yes. They did occur at and this. And there convention. was a lot of negative things. There were negative things, but we we're going to talk about the positive. We're going. Yeah, we're going to give our compliments. All right, so. I, I, okay, so I want to no, say how about it's con- interesting that your rating is higher than his, Maka, because you had such vitriol. A, you had such a vitriol. Expectation bias is a real thing, and it colors your your yes. your view of things. Uh, I think Mr. A standing doing nothing but standing in line probably hit him harder than your expectation. Uh, it's interesting that you had something positive to say, um, and I just want to say directly to the cons organizers that it is so very easy to buy me off next year. <laughs> I I am I am I am for sale in a way that Spyro Agnew would be ashamed of. Oh, okay, go ahead. You shill. That being said, a great car company. Porsche. <laughs> okay, so moving on to finest the finest automobiles one. there are. So hold on, Amaka stepping into the Harley Davidson prep point. All right, <laughs> right. Exactly. So next question. <laughs> okay. Oh, next question. I what was uh I was gonna say least favorite event, but we'll get into that. Yeah. In the yeah, we'll part. talk more about the whole. Um, should, how about we just talk about the the more um positive things? Okay, that, let's that actually just. Ro- I don't. I run out of. I'm questions. gonna. I'm gonna tell a story. Go ahead. So everyone, you're probably wondering why I called you all here. This ain't um, funny, so don't you dare laugh. Pretty much. I want to hear the story first, and then I'll, really? I'll decide if I want to laugh after. It's Once soft. upon it's a time, a not long ago, yeah. when people wore pajamas and lived life slow. Um, Funny. It's a rap lyric. I know. It's called Soap Soap. Children's story. It's a great song. Um, so this is this is what happened. I'm I'm waiting for Maka to get there, and because we think that uh, Kevin Eastman, who is one half of the creative team of the Ninja Turtles, yeah, go ninja, go ninja, go, all that. Maybe not that part, but you know the good stuff. Uh, we think that he's got one signing event. Yeah. <laughs> one. We think. That is what we were led to believe. Okay, this Turns is out day, it wasn't. This was day one or this two? This is day two. Day I did two. not go day one. Okay. Maka kept calling me on day two going, you're not going to believe who I ran into. You're not going to believe what they have. Oh my god, there's a first edition this. Oh, oh my god, there's a first edition one. That was day one. He I was at work. I was, I was working for $2 an hour. Um... So that's, that's, se- second day, uh, I'm waiting for him. Things are popping off. I ex- I ended up punching someone. Don't ask. Me. Don't worry about it. They Don't deserved it. it. They deserved it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, stupid I ghost. I go I go and yeah stupid. <laughs> Show that the ghost trap. Oh, anyway, yeah. uh, I ended up asking when he's gonna do his uh, Kevin Eastman's gonna do his signing. Turns out he does it at his table. So now we have some more time to play with. Because Maka was running super late. Things happen. Okay. 
Yeah, you, your Nissan. All right, so he was trying to buy Nissan. Um, <laughs> okay. So Maka gets there. I quickly hand him my Red Rocket Comics edition of Ninja Turtles Color Classic issue one. Okay. Which is a beautiful black and white. Back cover's blank, so it's meant to be signed. It's gorgeous. <laughs> hand him the comics. He walks in. We're waiting. I'm thinking can't be too many people. He's been at this for a while. One of my older friends walks up. Hi, Ryland. And after talking for a while, she goes, well, why don't you just go in and look for him? I'm like, I don't have a pass. I didn't plan on spending the money. I don't want to spend the money because I have things to do. I'm an adult with okay. fixed with a very fixed income. Okay. She hands me her VIP pass. Wait, she just gave it to mm-hmm. you? Gives it to me. She's like, I'm done for the weekend. I'm on active duty. Oh. So I'm out. And I'm like, huh? And... Thus, I proceeded to abandon all my friends and run into the main uh, convention area like a girl. Yeah. Maka's in line. Maka's at the front of the line. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'll be right back. Literally, that's what it was. Hi, bye. Yeah. (laughs) Run off. Look for some people. Come back. Maka's glowing. And when I... uh, He's glowing. He's glowing (laughs) like a princess. He's glowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, hold on. Alright. Freaking like Peter Pan Tinkerbell <laughs> dog. misogyny in all your analogies here. I know, yeah. <laughs> women are Thanks, more Frank women, women are more athletic than us. <laughs> also, you use a bag of sweet Valencia oranges so they won't bruise. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. Don't sue me. Um I walk up, Maka's like, oh you rat bastard. And I'm like, what? And he goes, okay, this is mine. And he shows me the free comic book, free comic book day, Ninja Turtle comic. Uh huh. It's signed, got a nice gold signature across the thing. Bad Looks out, gorgeous. He's out. like, you're gonna freak out when you see yours. To which my response was, I'm a fat man. My heart can't take it. Hurry the <laughs> fuck up. He hands he hands me my comic. No. The comic the comic was in a. Uh, no no. Hush. I'm telling the story. Not you. It's my turn to talk. It's my time. It's my time down here. Okay. (laughs) Goonies reference, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was in. It was in the cardboard container that that it was shipped to me in. Okay. Because I wanted Eastman to sign it. It was meant to be signed. That's the whole reason why. He opens it up. It's like this gatefold. This one (laughs) opens it up slowly. On the back cover, which is mostly blank, other than the, the 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 logo. Huge picture that Eastman has done of a of a bust of one of the Ninja Turtles. It doesn't. It, they all look the same. It's in black oh, and white. It's oh, a comic book version. Oh no, you didn't. I did. Deal with that. So, big old picture, big old signature on it. Screamed like a girl. He did. He literally screamed like a girl. I screamed <laughs> like a girl. We had people around us. It wasn't. Us what, like, it wasn't like oh my god or oh my god. It no. was. Yeah. That's what it was. Literally, we had people around us looking at us like, what? What happened? <laughs> there was a night, wasn't there? There was like a family of five or yeah. something walking past and they're like, what? And I turned it to them and they went, oh my god. And it was fantastic. Uh, Mock and I have since sent our comics to go get CGC graded. Nice. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the CGC folks who are ad- Celestial they're old, Desert Comics. They're old and adorable. No, it was Celestial they? Desert Comics. Yes, those are they were Celestial Celestial Desert Comics were the CGC representatives yeah. there. 
the wonderful married couple. They were they were bickering like any like sitcom old married couple would. It was, it was fantastic. It was funny. Um, lady seemed a little bitey, but that was part of her charm. It was a southern yeah. southern drawl with it. Anyway, um, and that was probably the most positive thing that happened for me there. Other than seeing a couple people, okay. gotten to hang out, made a couple friends waiting in line for a signature that I didn't want, nor did I care about, but I was doing it because I was paying Maka back, which we will get into. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is probably the highlight of the con for me. I bet you that did make your weekend. That, I'm not going to sell that thing. That thing's just going to, I'm going to have a... Uh, Dude, you better not. I'm going to have like a, th- one oh, of those... Sells, um, he's selling it to me. No, you I'm going to have one of those standing uh, picture frames that you could rotate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm just going to put it somewhere. Just be like, oh yeah, no, that's cool. Check this out. And then rotate it around. <laughs> <laughs> that's way cooler. What's up, bro? Um... But that was that was the dopest, nice. and I've I've never had something like that happen before. It was a dope late birthday present, and oh, that's right. And in it, return, it was a lot. yeah, that's in right. return, I stood in line with Maka for four hours trying to get a George Press signature, which we will get into that story uh, almost immediately after this. Uh, I just want to say, Mr. A's opinion that all mutant turtles look alike is not should not be considered as a fact. Well, it doesn't represent the new Otaku 5 2. No, hold on. In I the, just don't want the National Association for the Advancement of Mutant Animals to come out. Okay, in the original <laughs> comic books, they all had red headbands. The only way you could tell them apart was via their, their weapons. Yeah. So, yes, they do look alike. At, they oh, look good. alike okay, at one point. Okay, hold on. So hold on. In the beginning, they did. In the now hold, they on, don't. hold on. Hold they're, on. Hold on. They were quadruplets. Yes. Apparently everybody but me is Ty Cobb today. Okay, that's cool. That's hey, right. you've been you were so, in all this time there, buddy. So now we're it's going. only racist if you are. Wow. That being said, wait, where wow. the hell did that come from? That being said, we miss you, Clue. <laughs> he's pretty busy tracking down residents of a second world country. We can't say which one. Uh, I hear he's running undercover at a two-headed giant game tonight. Battle for Zendikar, son. Anyway. So Maka, hey, since I told I told one of the greatest stories in the world, how about you give us one All of the right. worst stories, and I will help you through it. Okay, let's first let's start with the positive. The positive. Okay. So. All right. All right. All right. Like Pos- the neutron. Friday. Well, Friday. All right, positive. First. Okay. So I show up Friday. This is day one. Day one. Okay. I show up. 10, 10, 30-ish. I don't know. I wasn't there. Doors just opened up. Okay. Actually, no, no. Take that back. Sorry. No, I showed up at 9. 9 o'clock in the morning? I showed up at 9 o'clock in the morning because they did not have my VIP package available for me Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to come. So we had to pick them up at the convention. So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we... I get there, and then I proceed to go ask, where do we go to pick up our packages our our, our our VIP bundles they said go upstairs okay no signs nowhere I proceed upstairs and I proceed to search until I finally found a room full of people and the line went in this weird formation of starting at one end going down and around to the well, sorry, it went down through the center of the hallway uh, in the room, 
then it took a right and went along the wall then it took another right along the back of the wall to another so right. it made like a giant snake shape slithery Z. Z no like a square but with starting in the middle and ended in the middle so so, so what happens in snake for those of you who don't know snake was an old cell yeah. phone game yeah, yeah. I remember uh, where you played as a snake and it was chasing so anyways I thought so this was the positive story it curled around in on itself basically so I yeah, had I to I have video of it but it was a nightmare getting our packet getting my stuff and I got a this is, VIP package. So, this anyways, is, this is the positive. This is literally the positive so far. So easy to buy me off. Just saying. So I proceed downstairs to get into the convention early, which was only ten minutes before they actually opened the doors to the general public. Now the general public line, when started at the uh, very front of the, the convention center. Yeah. And went all the way down and through that little corridor where the double doors are, where the offices are on the bottom floor. Uh, so you're talking about the um, the side facing Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes back through that little corridor again, going back to the direction where the front is. Then it loops back down, long line. Okay. So basically, the line of people just traced back and forth the inside yeah. of. The oh, convention hall. Yeah. Like down it, the hall, around the hall, yeah. back up, out into the where, main area. Where they had the booths for the information, will call, pick up, volunteers, whatever, was positioned in the front. And then yeah. there was a little photo op. It was right next. So basically it was, if you're looking at it. All right, right underneath the escalators. There were, there were the door. The, the escalators were. The basically, if you were, standing, if you were standing with the escalators to your back, you would see the entrance to the convention hall. The uh, ticket booth, okay. The will call VIP, all that Volunteers. stuff. And then a red carpet runway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using quotation marks. Runway sort of thing Photo that you can take section. your yeah. photos at, which was way kinda better cool. than stopping people going, "Can I take your up picture, please?" Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. So anyway, so I get in, and I meet this guy. I have his comic. I have his card here. He lives here on the island, and he's a comic book dealer. Yeah. Uh, comics in. Dudes or comics? I I I, I, I told you to get a lit. You're killing me, Smalls. I have it in my backpack. I you just, are killing me, Smalls. All the way over there. It's in my backpack. But okay. anyways, use the force. It's over there uh, on the ground. I got. Anyways, so so he. So I start talking to him. We start having a good time. And I start looking around. Day one. Yeah. Day one. What do you do as a convention person? Window shop. Well, you would scope the layout first. Well, scope the layout, window shopping. I know. Find... Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, it's it pretty is. much. They're well, they're interchangeable. They're literally you could do both at the same. Yeah. So anyway, Kodoro so has to decide whether he's going to rob a bank or buy stuff from the convention. No, I, I never buy anything on. No, no. Here, okay. I never buy anything on day one. No, never. This is he's what I'm saying. I wait, till, I wait till day three when well, the price drops. That's is what dropped. I just. Okay. So like any hold reasonable. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. I'm a space. Day one. Beyonce had the best video of all time. But I shot her in the face. Know. Okay, so end it. So, so, hold on. You both are using two different words to They're basically exactly explain the, the same, same thing. thing. Thank you. You are casing the joint. I'm going to use 1960s bank robber vernacular. <laughs> casing the joint. So, anyways, so we were casing the joint. Yeah. And, uh, 
looking around, see what I want to buy, see what's you know what's the hot things, items there around, and everything. He like, wanted to buy the thirty thousand dollar Ninja Turtles issue one. <laughs> Thirty I, grand. Yeah. I called him on it too. You would never. You would he never. Did. I that called him. I was like, I'm tempted to like empty everything I have in my accounts to get it. Um. That's not even worth it for me. Go ahead. So I didn't really buy anything day one. I just went around and looked. Okay. Okay, I will talk to you. I will and talk he networked. He, he networked. I, I did network a lot shop. of people, you know. Shout out to Bulma. Hey. Bulma was Eric. there. Tenkuma was there. Tenkuma, Tenkuma yeah. Tenkuma, yeah. Uh, Jupiter. Jupiter. Our, our, our old uh, producer, uh, mother of two, fantastic dancer. Um, I don't know. I've never... Oh, no, actually, no. There was that one time we, we slow danced. That's not yeah. the point. Anyways... Um, Shayna, uh, Gypsy. Gypsy, Gypsy, aka Q, aka what? Double what? Um, there's a bunch of. She was there. She was looking great. Yeah, she's getting married. Yeah. So shout out for your marriage in October. We'll crash the wedding. It'll be fine. Somehow. It'll be like the graduate. But anyway, um, so Monday was me spending time just looking around and see what I want to buy. Saying hi to people, looking around, networking. Now I will get into the bad things here, but I'm gonna. And day one's over. So day yeah, two. I, yeah, so I'm like I said, I'll talk about this. So day two, I show up late to get the Kevin Eastman signatures. I'm already there. So I get I'm the sweating stuff. bullets because it's I like stand 157 in line for degrees. Him. I'm like, I get in, I start talking to Kevin Eastman. Great guy, awesome person. You know, we had a few minutes chat. He signs mine, and he's, he I showed him uh, Mr. A's one. And he's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And, and he starts drawing. Says it's from my friend. He's like, no problem. And he draws this great photo on it. Fantastic Not Ninja Turtles. Mr. Fantastic. A over here screams like a girl. And okay. This is where our story, if this was Resident Evil 2, this is where this our is where stories intersect. Yeah. Okay. And then we would split back I off. Was so like that multiple perspective I then go on to buy some comic books. I go on to buy some comic books. I bought... Uh, well, let, let's... No, day two I bought let, the let's first Let's gloss one. this over a little bit. Let's get to the meat here. Okay. You got about, what, I got $300 worth of comics for like... Maybe a hundred bucks. Less than that. Less than that. I got you made out like deal. a freaking. I did. Bandy. I made out like a bandy on some comic book deals. You know, shout out to the people. I got I got your info here. I'll shout out to you guys here in a few. We'll do a thing on the website. Um, so tweet it out. Day three. Well, actually, the ending of day two. Periscope it. I go and try to get in line for George Perez's signature. You mean his signing, the signing panel, The right? signing, no. Signing, he, he, he's signing at his booth. Also like Eastman, he's Every, doing his signing okay. at his table. There were okay. no signing panels. They were they're, all they're, signing at their booths. Oh, Hold yeah, on. That's, that, that's fine. That's fine. Hold on. The, I don't know uh, whether that's true or not because the, the pamphlet with all the times on it said that there were specifically a few, John Romita Jr., for instance, a couple people were doing... Signing panels. Okay. Stan Lee was doing a signing panel and a photo op. So okay. there are a couple things. Some of them had specific times in specific places. So for those of you keeping track of this, there's at least two different systems for getting autographs. There yeah. was. Does this actually, become a problem later? There was. Actually, there was. Because if you had... bat time. Because if you had the Stan Lee experience package, you could get his signature to stand in line. And a photo. Um, everybody else, same thing. You stand in line. So, I'll, like I said, I'll get to the layout here scenario. We but, saw Jam. Yeah. But oh, jam. Also, we saw Jam. I saw Jam day one. So. Jam, jam walked up to me and said, hey, check this out, and showed me a picture of him and his friend with Stan Lee. And he goes, nice. now I have no money. And I went, yep, 
Welcome to the first world, bro. It looks real good, though. That's bucks. truly outrageous. So, truly, truly, truly anyways, outrageous. So I get in. Try how much to get... was? How much was? How much was an autograph from Stanley? Uh, the picture was a hundred dollars. The picture was hundred. Signatures were fifty. Signatures were like 50, sixty bucks. 50 or sixty I think. bucks. I could be wrong. So and that rumor about having to step on a picture of Steve Ditko, untrue. Untrue. Uh, side note. Side note. In every picture, Stanley looked exactly the same, which prompted my joke. Is this weekend at Bernie's? Did he die and they just propped him up on a chair? I thought it was a cutout cardboard. Because every, every it picture I saw, everybody that took a picture with him, same Look pose. on Facebook and just look at it. it I, imagine, I imagine he was sitting in a chair. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's what I figured. He's 92, guys. I know, but it was still. it was a funny joke. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so... Getting Rob Leefield's autograph and having him force a belt with tons of pouches on you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Anyways, so continuing... So I'm trying to get the signature of George Perez on day two. Okay. I find out the line got cut off. Oh, yeah. So I couldn't he had get the line cut, yeah. So I'm like, fine, no problem. I'll come Sunday, get it. So he was going to go Sunday. I'm late Sunday early. because of family issues. Uh-huh. Oh, we're but shifting to day three. I, day three. We're on day three. Now, this is where... So day three shows up, and I get there. I think I'm there at 10. 10 to 10... No, I'm there at 11. No, dude, you're there at noon. Yeah, 11.30 noon. Because I was working. I knew. Yeah, 11.30 noon, I show up. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got plenty of time until the convention ends. I can just stand in line and get the signature. No problem. Uh Uh-huh. This is where my nightmare begins. So now we have transitioned to the bad stuff, which if if you're counting, all the stuff that he said earlier was the good stuff. So far. How? Hold on. Real quick. How come his rating was higher than mine, but I had a way more joyous and and fulfilling I will, moment I will explain at why. the convention I than he did? I will explain why. Somebody's you guys, you guys came up with those bro. ratings. Yeah. I had nothing well, to do I with it, pal. I will explain why mine was a little bit higher, but then I also explain why I'm kind of still pissed off. Right. But anyways. Because you got Kevin Eastman's package. So, well, welcome to the first world. I get in line for George Perez's signature. Okay. And we're chilling in line, like, all right, cool, it's going to take a while. You know, I'm thinking two hours max. We were towards the, we were, like, at the end of the line. We were at the end of the line, so we're thinking two hours max. Little did we know, three hours later, we find out that George Perez, as an artist, has his own procedure of handing out ways to get signatures and Sketches. Now, understand this. Yeah. He does sketches for forty dollars, but he does free signatures. Okay. And he will do up to twenty comic books per guest. Whoa! Per <laughs> guest. Per guest. So all. So in other words, Seriously. if I'm in line and I have twenty-five comic books, he will sign all twenty-five comic books. That's just a good no way problem. to get carpal tunnel. But yeah. shit, no kidding. George Perez, I'm not have no problem with him. Okay. Great guy. He stayed the whole entire time at he, his he panel. He worked. That dude signed. But, so, come on. But the, the situation but was is that they were handing out blue tickets before well, the doors so, had... Hold on. hold on, hold on. What's a blue ticket? Wait a second. I'll explain here. I'll, I'll get that. Okay. They were handing out blue tickets before the doors opened at 9.30. Now, understand, only VIPs can get into the convention early. So understand, VIPs the only ones who can get in early, and the only way to get a ticket is to be there at 9:30. And, and not he at 12. will only give out 100 tickets and, a day. And not a, not at 12. 
Okay. 11.30. 11.30 noon. No, you know, he only gives out 100 tickets, that's it. Okay. Here's the problem. What? If I got a ticket on Friday, I yeah. can keep it all the way till Sunday. So. Oh. Let me jump in. I will not hand it over to Mr. Let me, let me jump in. All right, I, I, can see, I can see how this is going to work so out. So this is, this, this. I can see exactly how this is going to work out. This is what the, what. We had been informed what the p- procedure was supposed to be versus what it was. Yes. And yeah. this is the part where it gets a little fuzzy because this is mostly hearsay. We are hearing this from uh, Stafford. Didn't a staffer tell you? I heard some some someone said that someone said this uh, in line to me. Someone said something very similar to Maka, and he was in uh, Stafford. Yeah. Uh, who shall remain anonymous? Uh, I don't even remember her name. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what? The the ticket procedure, whatever it was called, was if you go early, you can pick up a ticket. That ticket will ensure that you would get a signature. Okay. Um, sketch signature. Hold on. You want yeah, them. yeah. So sketch sketch your signature or any combination of those two. Okay, hold on a second. It guaranteed you a spot. Well, in line hold on basically. one second. Right. To close classify his sketches. To classify his whatever. His sketches took anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes yep. each. Per, per sketch. Per sketch. Right. They guy. were fantastic. They were awesome. And he was a very personable guy. But, so, they were only supposed to give out a certain amount of tickets per day. Uh-huh. And you were, from what the con had been told, or from what we had heard the con mm-hmm. had been told, Whatever ticket was purchased that day could only be used that day. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Mako, to, cl- uh, to clarify that, hmm. what we were originally to- told was, because this is what we were originally told, was the tickets were allowed to be used whenever. It wasn't until I, when I went to the main head person. Okay, all right. So. Main head person. So, okay, hold on. So the con was, from what we had heard, the con was informed that Whatever ticket was purchased that day can only be used that day. Yeah. Okay. What the people working for uh, Mr. Perez had told us as a line yeah. was that if you have a ticket, you can get a sketch. It didn't matter what day you got it on. Okay. Cut to cut to where we were. Okay. We were standing in line. We were standing in the non-ticket holding line. Yeah. The ticket holding line mm. had about. Four, when I got there, there were about maybe 10, 15 people in, in that line. line. So there's two lines. There's two lines going. Two there's lines. one for four. ticket holders. There's there's a, there's a separate line for there's non-ticket holders. There's a section holders. for non-ticket holders. Okay. Literally. So. Section for the one dudes and then the more locks. Pretty much. Who are yeah. The other dudes? I, forget. I don't remember. So. The ticket holding line kept growing and growing. And growing because there was no cutoff time. Um, there we, I think we were informed that there was supposed to be a cutoff time for people yeah. with tickets, thus trying to get as many people through signatures and sketches and all that stuff as possible. Yeah. They kept letting people in to the ticket line. Why do they keep letting people into the ticket? I don't line? know. Okay, now understand this. It was because. They were giving out the tickets and telling the people, if you have a ticket, you're guaranteed a signature. So how can you say, oh, you've just guaranteed me a signature if you're going to cut me off? That was not what was happening. So what was happening was, yeah. is you had people standing in line 
waiting to get George Perez signatures since the convention doors open Sunday. There was literally people sitting in line yeah. since the doors opened to get a signature. They didn't get a signature until almost 5.30. The convention got over at 6. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. I'll let you finish. In the process in. of all this happening, there is no information about these blue tickets anywhere. Which is, I'll let There's you finish. There's nothing on the website, mm-hmm. nothing in the emails they sent us, not even a poster saying, must get blue ticket to guarantee signature. Nowhere. VIP people, like myself, did not know that I had to get there early to get a ticket to get signature, because if I did, I would have made sure I got there early. Yeah. Since no information was passed along, I felt as though I was gypped. Mm-hmm. So I went to proceed to talk to a he, lady. I he did, got into a, a verbal altercation with a lady who looks shockingly like uh, Reba McIntyre. And this is my most important question of the night. Are we talking sitcom Reba or the Heart Don't Lie Vince Gill video Reba? Uh, we're talking sitcom Reba. Yeah. Uh, sitcom. With, wow. with longer hair. Uh, Mid-back? Something like that. Still, anyway, still anyways, right, so I no, wasn't not, the not only bad. one in this argument. There were other the, yeah, people, other people yeah. around us saying, we've been standing in line this whole entire time. Yeah. I still have shopping to do for my nephews. Uh-huh. Now, this is where Mr. A came in for the fact is he was able to stand and hold my spot, which gave me the opportunity to go shop, which I appreciate for because my nephews are going to love you yep. for that. Now birthdays and whatnot coming up yeah i got into it with this lady because this lady said some things that completely made no sense and i'm not going to repeat everything i'm not going to repeat everything she said but one thing she did say was that she was there to keep the artist happy he seemed very happy. He seemed very happy. In her no. defense, she he did seem very Whatever happy. she was doing, she kept him. She I'm did not... an excellent job at doing her job. Screw y'all in the line. Yeah. But she did an so, excellent job. This is where the issue I'm not saying was. that to be condescending either. He, George Perez looked like a very jovial man. Yeah, he was cool. No, he was cool. He was very cool. But he won't be like that to you guys. He'll be, if he's bitter, he'll be after you guys. Yeah, so, I then proceeded to get into an argument about this scenario because I'm very upset. Yeah. Because I am VIP. If I would have known the information, I would have gotten here early too yeah. for a ticket or two or three or however many I wanted to get. Uh-huh. But, since this information was not passed along to me, I might not get the signature. We were told we might not get a signature. Now, in the, in the end, what happened? Well, I then went on... Uh, he drew a circle with salt. There was a star in it. <laughs> he sacrificed a cat. What happened? He stepped forward. He drew no, a line with so, his foot, and then they kind of angled at each other until kinda, like they had. Anyways, yeah. anyways. So what happened was that I then I walked away from the lady. Yeah. He he ended he, he, he ended it. I ended it. Walked towards me. I walked back towards uh, Mr. A, getting in line, and she proceeded to follow me. 
She, wait, wait, what? So he he's walking. He I'm walking. Walks, I'm done. I'm like I'm, I'm bouncing out. He's this argument. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give my my point of view because I had the best point of view. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> Monty's walking over to me. He's got this smile on his face, but it's his angry smile. It's like, oh well, there's nothing I could do. I'm really pissed, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna laugh it off. Okay. Walks over to me. I see this tuft of hair bobbing behind him, and I go, "Dude, she followed you." <laughs> and he goes, "Huh?" And he turns, she's and then right she proceeds. She's Right in his grill. Right in his grill. Was she angry? I mean, yes. She was livid. Okay. Livid because because our 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 uh, esteemed Maka here hollered. Well, not hollered. Um, raised his voice to this lady about uh, the goings on of the line and how it basically it was it was the big man keeping the little man down. Yeah, that whole thing. Okay. So she proceeds to congratulate him for yelling at her in front of a group of people. Now everyone knows he's mad. Yeah. And then she proceeds to tell him that if he has any complaints, he should go see the events director. And that's what you did, right? And I did. And he goes, he turns to these nice nice ladies in line in front of us. They're fantastic. They're great conversationalists. Yeah. Susan. Su- the blonde hair was Susan. And my wife, Susan. Susan. Eat the cat. Anyway. She was cool. So he goes, can you watch my stuff? And now at this point, I go, we just told a total stranger to watch his bag full of $300 worth of comics. <laughs> I was that pissed. Damn it. I'm st- All right, you go. I'm staying. And I took his bag. I put it inside my backpack. Uh, yeah. I he went to go holler at so the events, the events director. director. I went and talked to the events director who was at the information booth. And I proceeded to explain the situation. Now, I wasn't yelling at this time. I controlled my argument. I said, controlled I, his anger. I am very sorry, but I'm very livid, so I'm going to try my best to control myself. Okay. And I explained myself very clearly. She had no idea what was going on yeah. at all. She this brought is, over the founders of this, this convention. This is the events director for the yes. convention? Yes. Yes. So she brought over the founder. Of the convention, the guys Head who honcho. won, yeah. yes. So in terms and I'm of talking, Bill, holler back, holler at you, Bill. I got you. Okay. Very helpful people. Thank you. Very nice people. Good. good. They had no idea what was going on. They thought you're, you're telling me. They thought the blue ticket scenario was given out per day and only by day. So if you got Friday tickets, it went to Friday. You got Saturday tickets, it went to Saturday, and Sunday to Sunday. Okay. They did not know if you got a ticket Friday, you can keep it all the way to Sunday. I said, you got people in line. If you add up, there's like 50-plus tickets that never got – no. Yeah. At the time, it was side, 100. Yeah. So, side note, they 52. had – 52. I well, was told there they, were 52 unclaimed tickets. Yeah. At so one point. The, the lady did say that they had given out 90. There were 52 unclaimed tickets. For today. For, for Sunday, for, for I didn't. Day. I didn't know it was Sunday. That all I had heard only was only for Sunday. But the total when by the total time it was a hundred unclaimed tickets. Now, if you take a hundred unclaimed tickets and times that by ten, man, is for sketches because you don't know whether they're doing sketches or not. There's no way we're getting signatures. And I explained this to them. They did not understand what was going on. And when I told them that the lady pretty much said that she only cared about the artist and didn't care about the converse and they completely like well we have to keep the artist happy and i turned around from working conventions and kawaii and give you yells out of this one it's not always about the artist 
it's about the con person as well because they're there paying the tickets for the experience. Mm -hmm. And if they're not going to get the experience, they're going to have a bad time and they're not going to come back. And if you lose one person, you're probably going to lose a couple more. Yeah. And I told him, I said, yes, I understand. You need to have a coherent re a relationship you between need a the artist. You need a set procedure on what to do. Yes, and exactly. And two ecosystems running at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. Now, you got to keep both people happy, but you got to make it worth both people got to give and take. Now, uh, now, this, did any of you go to Comic-Con Honolulu? Hold I on, let me, get finish, let me finish. Right, let me finish. Maka, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Of all time! Yes. Okay. Of all time! So... Bill and uh, I believe her name was Joanna, I think, yeah. I, or Joan. Um, she, they were very helpful, very nice people. But they had no clue what was. They going on. had no clue what was going on. <laughs> there was no feedback from them. From there was no feedback from to their them, from yeah. from their staff on the floor to yeah. them right? to them. There was okay. no relay of information. They were also floor. side again another side note. They were very short staffed too. They brought There was over, one person assigned to our line. Yeah, they brought over... Here's the situation with the staff situation. How did you guys find out this information? I talked to them. Okay. They did not have enough volunteers for the convention. They were literally looking for volunteers the days of the convention. All three days, they were looking for volunteers. That's pretty sad. They had enough personnel, paid personnel... Yeah. I think it was 20 or 30 people Somewhere. that were actually working for the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Okay. That were supposed to be in these sections to take care of these things. They were understaffed, completely understaffed. There was no information. There was no 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 information at all where things are or who's going to be where or nothing. No posters, no signs. It didn't nothing. help that there were also no... Um, there weren't really any panel rooms... There was zero panel room. There were there just one. there were there were like sectioned off areas areas now, of the main hall. So the okay. main okay. Let me hold on. Let okay. me finish up. For those of you up. for those of you who are aware of the uh, Hawaii Convention Center layout, the bottommost floor of the convention is all open. Basically, it's all, it's it a, can be a all huge, open. It's a huge open it space. It can be all open. Yeah. 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 And then upstairs there's smaller rooms, and on the very top floor there's two giant rooms. Yeah. And then there's a giant open area. Yeah. Now, they from Perfect what I, from wedding. what I understand. They did not send anybody out here to scout the place. They looked it up online. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So they did not know of the full capabilities of the convention center. The way they say they do it in the mainland yeah. was everything's into one section. The main hall, the main events room, everything is with the artist alley section and with the vendors. It's all one giant thing. I, uh. I think part of the problem... And this is kind of their fault, but not really, is that they they do stuff on the mainland all the time. And on the mainland, Actually, more, they're, they're more, still new. Well, I mean, you know, they, their, their main uh, experiences have been on the mainland. And on the mainland, you can get kind of cookie cutter with your convention halls. Yeah. Hawaii is very different. Hawaii wanted to be different. We wanted a very different convention center. So they didn't really know the layout. <laughs> now, is it their fault that they didn't send a scout? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, By being just on the mainland, doing things in the mainland, that's like your predominant stomping grounds. To think that somewhere else in America would be different, it's not... I mean, we do that all the time. Now, credit, it is your one. You do have the ability to Google the name of any other con that's been held in Hawaii. That's and true. And if you're only going to have 30 paid people on staff... 
three of them should have been mm. somebody who worked at a con. In the I'm gonna tear it out. I talked to that's Bill. True. Bill did not even know what Kawaii Con was. It does, you don't have. That's why I said Google any con. I don't con think Hawaii. they actually. Shit, you could Bing that you and could still I, get the same I, just, I, I don't tell me, Lycos. I, I don't think they actually did any research on any of the conventions. Where's Jeeves? We should ask Jeeves. So, but here's the thing: they come out, I, and I will give them this. Year one, their organization, their setup, their information sucked. <laughs> You'll it, give them li- that. It literally that's sucked. Putting it mildly. As well as their entertainment. There was literally zero entertainment. Johnny Young Bosch has a band, yo. I yeah, yeah I shine. Hit it up, yo. Yeah. Anyways, so why I gave it a three? While Nigel, yeah, out of five. While Mr. A gave it a two, was because I had a great experience with the vendors. And he did. The artist he, networked, he networked a I, lot with the vendors. Like I said, they hooked me up with some great things because not only was I getting my stuff signed for George Press, I was getting a vendor stuff oh, signed. Hold on, hold on. Let's fast he, forward to the end of the story. Yes. Did did you end up getting? Any so of your what stuff ended signed? up happening was since we went with through Celestial Comics. That reminds me, you owe Celest- me like six bucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, we I'm went through Celestial Desert Comics. They're literally right next door to George Perez. Okay. And they have blue tickets for people who are getting stuff signed by George Perez that are getting it graded from the CGC. Okay. I wasn't going to originally do it. And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to go and hold off and save some money. Okay. She, this lady talked me into it. She's like, we can do a payment plan. Hold on. Here's, here's the reason why. Getting a regular grading on a comic for for those of you who actually well, want to get things graded, expensive. There's they, they are expensive, but getting getting a regular grading and a un uh, an unwitnessed signature grading on comic books is one price. A witness signature is more because they command more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are they are gouging you because you are going to make more on the so, back end. Anyway, so I, this lady, proceeded to say, do you want to get your comics signed and graded? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I want to because I don't have the money right now. Yeah. She put on her great sales and got me to do it. How much, okay, how much would all it of cost, this... It cost me, well, the shipping is the shipping's less because I'm getting it shipped the same time to uh, Mr. A's place. Okay. So the shipping's bumped. So bumping. if you ever want to rob me, do it in about four months. Four to, four to five months, they said. Don't take my Ninja Turtle comic. Take all his shit. <laughs> Anyways, so the shipping is all going to Mr. A's place, so I was able to save on shipping. Okay. It cost me $140. Now, it cost me $140 to do three comics. Now, as this happened, I was able to get pulled in front of everybody and get the signature done because I, they had to get their stuff so signed. So eventually you were able to get your I stuff I was able signed. to get my stuff signed and witness to get graded as the official gold witness CGC copies. My infinite, no, my Crisis on Infinity Earth issue one, which is about a 9294. What, what, what did you just say? Nine, this is the grading of this. The grading. I they. I'm estimating nine two nine four. They're saying nine six. It's basically. Um, it's a scale mint. of ten. We're yeah, the scale. Point point five to ten on how mint. It, it, thank comes, you. Yeah, okay. it's it's mint. Okay. Sign George Perez. Yeah. We looked it up. Yeah. 
that's that comic book alone is more than my whole thing I spent. Okay, round so, like a ballpark figure. How much? How much is it uh, right now? I think what was it? Someone uh, someone was selling a blue graded one of nine point four for two hundred dollars. Okay. Mine's a graded signature, which CGC on their website does not have one. Uh, sorry. The CGC website does not have a graded witness George Perez signature above a nine point two on their website. Uh, for everyone who's ever gone to bed hungry, we will all buy you a slice of pizza after this conversation. <laughs> so I can't afford to. I can't afford my own pizza. Anyways, so <laughs> I end up getting stuff signed by George Perez. Great guy. I got like four or five comic books. I have one that's ungraded. It's at my house. Whatever. So I got the stuff signed, and there's, it's sent out for a CGC greeting. I got a payment plan with them. Thank you, you guys over at Celestial Desert Comics. Yeah. You guys are great. Um... And that was literally the end of my comic book convention because I couldn't see any of the panels because of the timing situation. I couldn't I couldn't do a lot of stuff. But there wasn't really a whole lot of stuff there to do. This was literally a money convention. Yeah. It was really bare bones. Yes. Yeah. But, like I said, downside, bad information, bad organization. No planning whatsoever. No planning Bad scouting. You gotta, you Anything. gotta admire somebody who will stand up in front of the teacher and be like, "I didn't do my book report." Yeah. Let's not even read off the Wikipedia article. Let's. No, I didn't do it. No. Can I sit down now. Yeah. No entertainment and bad volunteer planning. Yeah. On the other hand. Yeah. I can't awesome wait to hear vendors. This. Vendors, man, they had loaded the vendors up. There was not an empty space anywhere. That place was packed for buying stuff. Okay. I mean, you wanted to buy something, they pretty much was there. You wanted a giant blow-up freaking first edition page of the Green Lantern as a poster? I, they had it. I have a funny story about the, about the vendors. Um, like how? Like funny ha-ha? Like I make you laugh? No, like Rita Rutna funny. Anyway. Um, thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, so here's something funny. There was apparently a cosplay uh, showcase or something like that yeah. uh, at the end of the first day. when After they shut everything out, all the vendors had left. They were still doing this. They were doing it in the main hall, which means that you could, if you if no one could see you, Steal it. sneak off into the vendor section. There was no security. Yeah. There were, there were, thousand, two thousand, five thousand, fifteen thousand dollars dollar comic books just sitting there, and they could have gotten you could have just right out from under them, could have just gotten robbed. Now, like I said. I'm ashamed I didn't think of it. There, I, they, that was I a joke. Don't sue me. I guarantee you there was definitely some loss in merchandise because the the way that they did have the layout was poorly planned because they gave me numbers estimating. They said 30 plus thousand people showed up. They're saying that based on ticket sales. Now, here's so like the, the person who bought a pass for Friday also bought a pass for Sunday and they're counting that as two, two people. people. Because someone who had to buy, passes, yeah, someone who couldn't get a three-day pass who had to buy for All each three, individual day, counting as they count days. as three people. I'm sorry, that's BS. So I'm suggesting that there was probably there was probably over the ten money going into the coffer, doesn't? Yeah, it I'm thinking BS. ten. Yeah. Very real. I'm thinking ten still plus. BS, though. That money's still green. I, I I'm, I'm saying ten plus 
physical people. I, I, I'm guessing less than ten actual. No. Less than ten. There was quite a few people. There was quite, there were a, few quite a few people. I, if it I, wasn't ten thousand, it was damn near. Damn close. That's, that's why I said I'd say less than ten thousand. If well, not around it was 10. a good turnout. Artist Alley area, really cool. Yeah. Uh, but that that's what made the convention for me was those two things. And okay. getting and getting to meet Kevin Eastman and George Perez were the two goals of my whole purpose of going to it. So, I had no goals. I think that's why I gave it a lower score is because I didn't want to go meet people. I just wanted to go because I wanted my comic books on. And you got it. And you got it. And I got to punch someone. Yeah, we'll go into that. So that was that was that was just so, like it was like a beautiful wedding cake, and the punch was like the doctor and his companion at the very top. It just it was just extra. So, anyways. To continue on, the last things would be for this convention is, I know it's year one, I know they have a lot of growing pains. However, they, I know they will improve, because they already state they're coming back next year, they've already scheduled. Yeah. Is, now that they know that there is more rooms and more panel areas, they need to separate and add more entertainment factor. By moving the main events area out of the No, bottom. they just need to plan better. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I'm saying. They at the but very least need a better staff. They need, a better, they need to plan better. They, they need uh, a better staff. And everything logistics, like people. Logistics. Hold on. Well, the, I just want to say, the only, thing I, the only thing I want to take away from this is that if somebody wants to do their own thing vis-a-vis selling their own tickets and stuff, give that person a, a room and call it a VIP panel and then they walk past, and then if they're going to have their own ticket booth set up, pass security in there, that's fine. Just have a damn sign. That's all they yeah. need to pull it up. Or just put no, instructions I mean, on what to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, well, if they want well, to put here, a sign up on Friday saying, oh, to get George Perez's signature, to guarantee to get a signature, get a ticket, be here at 9.30. Well, you need to put that on your website in advance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if there you, was nothing. If you, but if, you don't, if you're not going to do that, then huh. you, you need to come up with something. I, I'm trying. I was just trying to come up with a solution that allowed Mr. Perez to maintain his autonomy, so that his, you know, yeah. lookalike staff can continue doing their thing without sticking somebody else. I just. I also want to say, man, if you're in line for seven hours for something that's not a guarantee, <laughs> go to eBay. Go to yeah. eBay and buy the buy the comic off of eBay. Buy the comic signed off of eBay because yeah. that has got to be worth. That's got to cost less than nine hours of your life because you're only going to live 60 to 90 years. Don't blow it like that, if, if please. You, if you don't have a friend that will sit there and take some of the time off your shoulders to get shit done. Yeah, if you if you tag team that, it's not too if bad. You're gonna, but if you're gonna, if you're and the gonna, girls were pretty hot around us, too. If you're going to begrudge the time you spend sitting in line. Nice. If you're, I don't know. Uh, dude, we got to choose a husband don't, and wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bro, right, dude, just... she admitted it too. Well, no, 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 no. Here, yeah, so here, here uh, again, uh, the the previous rant drag out. I might skip this part of the podcast. I was even there, and I'm gonna skip it anyway. Um, that was all nothing, nothing based on actual fact. This was just our personal experiences. And what we read on the website, and what we had heard, and from you know people that we had talked to, this is not attacking the people in charge, the the individual volunteers. We are not critiquing any of their other conventions. This is just for this one convention. That being said, we will buy you a pizza if you have ever gone hungry at night and you're listening to this he podcast. We will buy you a pizza. Quit lumping me in with you millionaires. I meant, I meant we as like a group. Ah. The Little Caesars. Oh, it's in Maka, then. Yeah, the, the shitty Little Caesars pizza that Maka buys. That's a fact. 
Let me tell you, you, you my name is Caesar, man. I'm Domino's. They call Maka Eminem. Maka Eminem. So are we? Are we? Um, are we about ready to wrap? So as far as the amazing Hawaii Comic Con convention wasn't that amazing. There's definitely a lot of room to improve for next year. Room for improvement? Okay. As far as the entertainment layout, planning, and all that, <laughs> as far as your vendors in your artist alley, keep it the same it's, and just improve everything else. All right. What? It's like only now. De- it's only like that, decorating. I'm trying the to wrap room. things up, but go I ahead. I don't care. So, that's like that's like decorating the living room, and you still got two bedrooms to go for. I know. Yeah. So we're we're running into late hours on this podcast. So real quick, I like I told them I would give these Nothing shout outs about the to. Nothing segment them. has been real quick. All right. So shout outs. Quickly. Shout outs. Harley Ye Rare Comments in uh, Michigan. Uh, thanks for hooking me up with a, a couple of really good deals. Uh, it's Desert Winds Celestial Comics. Give me, give me that. That's what oh, her. Geez. That's what. That's what. Desert the, Winds Celestial Comics. Comics. You got their name wrong this whole time. No, I didn't. I said Desert Celestial. You said Comics. Celestial. Celestial Desert. Desert. Oh, I got it backwards. Sorry. And then there's on the DC baby Celestial yeah. Desert. That does actually sound pretty cool though. Yeah. Comics in the kind, uh, run by Omar Broderick. That's local. He's here. He's actually looking to open up a shop somewhere in, like, maybe Coppola or something. His, his business card has his Twitter photo on it. Any other shout-outs you want to make quickly? Uh, no, that's it, pretty much. Uh, what was his name, Daniel? Oh, yeah, Daniel. He's welcome on the podcast. He's the, the video game uh, developer that we ran into. He was one of the volunteers. Pretty yeah. cool. And once again, you know, same shout-outs to everybody else. Eric, you guys are welcome. Bulma, you're more than welcome. Thanks for seeing you guys at the convention. So, Jupiter, Gypsy, we miss you. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for this first convo convention. I am going next year. I don't know if I'll go as a VIP, but I'm right. not gonna go because I'll probably just get, get another VIP pass. pass for free. <laughs> all right, I'll so, be stuck at work. All, all right, so that ra- that about wraps. We'll up, close the shop. That about wraps up this topic and the episode. But stay tuned because we're gonna have a bonus topic, where, which we're gonna start recording after a short break. Um. I want to thank Mr. A. Pandemic and Maka. Mr. A. and Maka, thank you very much for your honest opinions about this convention. Um, you guys I punched someone. Uh, no, sorry. I don't know if that's something you should be proud of, though. <laughs> you a free just, pass. If you know just who say. he's talking about, you would, you would be certain. I have yeah. no clue who he's talking Even then, I don't think you should be punching anybody. But anyway. Violence is not the answer, except for in this one situation. All right, so we'll, we'll, I'll probably hear the story during the break. Sorry, yes. guys. Why Sorry. do you only think violence is the answer if somebody likes Kingdom Hearts? I don't understand. Uh, anyway, stay tuned for our next Hashtag special, heartless. Our special <laughs> uh, add-on part of our segments here. We'll be back after the so-called message. If you're not, then we'll see you guys in a few seconds. All right, thank you, and that'll wrap it up. Good night, Gracie.